Hello there, avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. I hope you are all having a wonderful day. Today, we are going to be talking about Mega McCullough's We Could Be Villains, a novel with a lot of potential, but unfortunately just seemed like it was Marvel fan fiction. We're following Rosemary, right? She's a huge um, fan of Vigilante, which is supposed to be a lot like the Avengers, right? You've got some superhuman superheroes, and then you've got some federal agents working together to stop the bad guys, one of which is Ironfall, who happens to actually be real. Turns out everything is real, and the whole movie franchise is just a front to cover up all the superhero activity that actually does take place in the world around her. See? See what I mean? There's potential. There is potential here. Unfortunately, um, it felt really flat. It really did just seem like it was bad fan fiction to me, and I feel really bad saying that. I really do. Because as a writer, I understand there are going to be people out there who read my stuff who are going to trash it like there's no tomorrow. I completely understand that. Not every book is for every reader, and unfortunately, this book was not for me. What I really couldn't get around was just Rosemary herself. I didn't really connect to her as a character at all. Right from the get-go, she senses someone watching her. While I do appreciate the awareness, you know, we are women, we unfortunately do have to be very aware of our surroundings of people following us, there's really no precedent. You know, she's a normal high schooler, she wants to be in drama, she works at a cafe shop. Her mom is an interior designer, her father is a banker. Very ordinary. I get it. Extraordinary things can happen to ordinary people all the time. But, again, I was unable to suspend my belief here because it was just so out there. It was very out there. It was very outlandish. And I couldn't empathize with her either because she's... Her parents are awful to her. They're so indifferent to her to the point where I thought she was adopted. I thought, oh, the whole reason Ironfall wants her as his sidekick is because she has some latent superpowers, right? She's got this weird color hair. She's got to be a superhero, right? Um, no. She's got to be adopted, right? No. Her parents are just awful to her. So I really didn't understand the character dynamic there. I get it. She's a good person. She wants to keep her parents safe and alive, even though they treat her like absolute garbage. But I was with Ironfall. I was just like, your parents are toxic. They are terrible. Please let Ironfall kill them. I mean, I could not sense the emotional attachment there at all. So it was very, very annoying to me. And she seemed super whiny and super weepy and she cried a lot and oh my god it's just like oh my god just stop whining and stop complaining and i get it you don't want to work for the villain you are a good guy to your core i understand that but it's like jesus christ stop being so annoying maybe it's just because i always tend to side with the villains and I wasn't able to empathize or sympathize with this character at all. She was just annoying to me. And then you have her friend Sam. He can break into the high school database, so he must be a genius. So, of course, he can break into the CIA database. No, that's not how that works. I'm sorry. 
you have to be someone fairly intelligent. I mean, anyone, let's face it, anyone can break into the high school database. Those firewalls are just a joke. Anyone can do it. So the fact that he was able to do it once and frame someone for forging their grades, whatever. That does not say to me, oh yeah, he's a super, he's a super genius. It does not. He, that screams, he's a fanboy with a lot of time on his hands, especially the way he was written. He is a fanboy. He is very much written like a fanboy. I was unable to suspend my belief for half of this book. I mean, I wanted the other cliches, like, oh, she's adopted, she must have superpowers. None of that came to fruition. Her parents are just awful people. She has no superpowers. But I think the killer here, I think what really, really, really bothered me about this book were, one, the internet forums talking about the Vigil and the Anti movie. I didn't care for those. They didn't add anything to the plot. They were just showcasing the author's nerdiness, which I'm here for the author's nerdiness. I mean, I'm wearing a Star Wars t-shirt right now because tomorrow is May the 4th and I'm going to wear a Star Wars t-shirt tomorrow as well. And then on the 5th as well. I'm a nerd. Very much so. But those were superfluous. They didn't add anything to the storyline at all. And then you had the fight sequences. Oh my God. And I'm not even exaggerating here. This is how they read. Punch, kick, dodge. Punch, kick, dodge. I mean, this is what I learned in, in school. You know, I went to school for creative writing. Does that make me a pro? No, but I will tell you what they drilled into me from my freshman year to my senior year. What they drilled into me was show, don't, tell. You can write a fight sequence with much more impact. You don't have to be like, I threw a punch and he dodged it. I kicked and he dodged it. I mean, that to me is just repetitive and it is, I'm sorry, it's just poor writing. Um, I'm no master, of course. I know that. I read some of my shit sometimes and I think it's god awful <laughs> and I just want to hit control A and delete. But those scenes, those fight sequences, I'm like, you could have done such something much more. You could have done something more impactful than just saying, I threw a punch and he dodged it. Punch and then have sentences like punch, dodge, kick. Like, I'm sorry, is that supposed to create more a faster pace? It did, but it was also boring and repetitive and it didn't engage me at all. So unfortunately, I have to give this book a soft three out of five stars. I think I'm being generous. And I think I'm being nice. It's getting a three out of five stars. It was not the greatest book. I really wanted more. Definitely for younger audiences, for sure. I would say between 12 and 14. That's where I would put this book. Um, I was not a fan of the characterization. I was not a fan of the character dynamics. Um, I wish I could, I wish I was nicer about this. I really do. <laughs> I don't like being mean when I review books. I really don't. Um, but sometimes I just have to vent my frustration. And quite honestly, I 
didn't like this book. Um, it bored me. Uh, some of the small chapters, I was just like, oh my god, is this going to end anytime soon? They did not. So, once again, three out of five stars. If you want to check out the book, by all means, I will include links in the description on where to purchase the book for yourself. And on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me by liking this podcast, subscribing to the channel, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Buy Me Coffee, Ko-fi, Patreon, by purchasing one of my handmade candles, or by following any of my social media platforms. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.